So the readings for this Sunday are designated as alternative readings in order to celebrate the second scrutiny with those who will be baptized as the Easter Vigil. And these readings are long associated with baptism. So just as the blind man went down to the waters of Siloam and came up whole, also those who are immersed into the waters of baptism come up spiritually whole. So Jesus is with his disciples and they see a man passing by who was born blind. And so the disciples asked a common question among the Jewish people. And they asked Jesus, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And then Jesus makes it clear that it was neither he nor his parents, but that the works of God may be made visible through him. So this is a very important passage and it sets up the rest of the gospel reading. Suffering, the man born blind, is not a curse from God, but it is a way by which God can be made visible through the man. So I want to repeat that because it has lasting implications for our own suffering. Suffering is not a curse from God, but a way by which God can be made visible through man, through you and through me. Our own sorrow and our own pain and disappointment and losses can be opportunities for us to access and display God's grace in our life. It enables the one who is suffering to show God in action. So Jesus uses the example of the man born blind to teach us about spiritual blindness. You see, the Pharisees are so convinced of their superiority and their knowledge that they couldn't even see who was standing right in front of them in plain sight. Even with all the evidence that there was, their arrogance and their pride prevented them from seeing. Well, we too can be arrogant and we too can be prideful and we too can fail to recognize what is standing right before us. In order for us to truly see, we must acknowledge our own blindness. To be forgiven, we must acknowledge our sin. But our culture is becoming more and more like a people who live out their life in a cave, believing that the shadows are the reality. And it is this sort of blindness that St. Paul refers to when he says, you who once were in darkness, live as children of the light. You see, the person who is conscious of his own blindness and the one who longs to see better and to know more is the person whose eyes can be opened and who can be led more deeply into the light of Christ.
So at the end of today's gospel, Jesus said, I came into the world for judgment so that those who do not see might see. This judgment is not really God's doing, but our own. Because you see, God gives us every opportunity to know him, every opportunity to love him. And we can either embrace the experience of God's love in our life, or we can treat it as though it is something boring or something trivial. When a person encounters Jesus, if that person sees in Jesus nothing to desire, nothing to admire, and nothing to love, then he passes judgment on himself. God's desire for us is to know true happiness, to know real joy and real beauty. And so if we encounter God and we fail to respond to him, it is not God's judgment, but a judgment that we make on ourselves. When we fail to see the beauty of God all around us and within us, then the blind spot is in us. I once read an account where a person went to uh, an, art gallery, an art gallery and he was being shown around by the attendant. And in the gallery, there were these exquisite masterpieces. They were priceless. They were possessions of unbelievable beauty and unquestioned genius. And then at the end of the tour, the visitor said, well, I don't think much of your old pictures. And the end, the attendant looked at him and answered quietly, sir, I would remind you that these pictures are no longer on trial, but those who look at them are. You see, the beauty of God is all around us. The world itself is a fantastic display of God's genius from the microscopic subparticle to the immensity of the whole universe. In fact, each person is an exquisite masterpiece created by God and created for God. And so are we living our life like the visitor at the art gallery, responding that we don't think much of God's majestic work? So how can we know? Well, how do we see the others around us? Or do we even see the others around us? How often do we look at the people passing by us and we see nobody? We are in essence blind to that person. So Jesus saw the blind man passing by and he healed him. But there were many of those who were walking past this blind man and they weren't even sure it was the same person who they saw begging outside because he was nobody to them. We live in a world where the uniqueness of the other, 
one who is created in the image and likeness of God is either not seen at all or is considered as not being very impressive. So last week, we read about the woman at the well. And today we listen to the gospel reading on the man born blind. So both of those are fitting readings for those who are traveling on their way to the Easter Vigil. But it's a good reminder to those of us who may have forgotten because they spell out in a dramatic way what it takes to be a follower of Jesus. It doesn't take having a degree in theology. It doesn't take being able to quote chapter and verse of the Bible. It is all about inquire, encountering a person, the person of Jesus Christ, and through him, the person of those around us. There is one more thing that the readings reveal about being a follower of Jesus. A disciple of Jesus bears witness. So let us use what remains of the Lenten season to examine our own personal blind spots in order to be touched by the healing hand of Jesus so that our eyes might be spiritually opened.